What's up, HVAC crew? Welcome back to another episode of HVAC R&D with Ryan and Dennis. I'm trying to make sure you get the uh, full scope of my sultry voice right here as we take another chance for Dennis and I to spend some time together this evening. Thanks for listening, everybody. So uh, let's get this thing going. Yeah, come on. say that anymore you've said it like for the last six months it's <laughs> <laughs> funny as i uh i was texting with somebody today and um actually i think it was a uh, guy who was it actually i think it was will from blue on and uh we were talking about a few things and i i said right at the end of it i was like let's get it going <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Did he say yeah? He say, yeah come on. I wish he did. I wish he did. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to have to pull up some old, uh, some old 96 rock where old Southside Steve would say that on there. Southside yeah. Steve. Yeah, come on. God, it, it was like, I'm pretty sure I got t shirts. You know, just Atlanta Rock Station, but that statement just took off. I'm just, I'm bringing it back. Still to this day, the Atlanta station that I always remember was 99X. Oh, yeah. That was my... Oh, yeah. 90s alternative. Because it was always... Well, it was just alternative. Yeah, but it was always 99X when I went to Atlanta. And then when I was living in Greenville, um, 93.3 The Planet. Still a great station. Just can't quite get it here. Man, I can... You know what? I might be able to get it. You can probably get where you are. Up in old Valdez Nuts. Oh, you might could. Yeah. I think... I think... eh, Is that the same way? No. What am I thinking? Yeah, that's closer, right? Yeah. All I know is that Valdi's close to Hickory. (laughs) Hickory. (laughs) I gotta get Kylie. We gotta... When we bring Kylie on here, she's gonna have to say Hickory. I feel like... So... Hickory. Yeah, this is what... Episode 49, everybody. Holy shit. Episode forty nine, which means yes, yeah, that was a good intro there coming in. Yeah, next episode is fifty. What? I know. I feel like we just started. I know. I love it. So speaking of that, I was gonna. I had some notes wrote down. So me and Ryan are swinging from the hip tonight. It's our favorite thing to do. Um, It's been a while. It has been a while. We literally got. I'm sitting here looking at notes, and we hadn't even typed anything yet. (laughs) Uh. So episode 49, let's talk about, 
let's do a little uh, podcast update because yeah. So um, we are inching closer to five digits of downloads. Yeah, not paid it. Not pay. Not pay. <laughs> We're pushing like. What is it we made on our first uh, Podbean ad campaign? Like two cents? Crushing two it. Two cents. Crushing we it. We were stoked. <laughs> I don't even know what the ad was. I'm trying to remember. I think it was. They drop it in, but I never, I don't even know how it, I never heard it live, you know? Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm cool with that. We, we talked about that today, how. We start bringing in some ads. They need to be relative. I mean, there's no sense in bringing them in. Well, and that's... If I don't support it or, you know. It's ads and it's also, you know, we get... We're getting to the point where we're getting people to ask us to be guests. And I know some guys use like an automated scheduler to book people for their show and stuff. But I just... I want to... You know, whoever we bring on here, I want to bring someone on here that's, you know that we want to talk to. And that's not me saying we don't want to talk to other people, but there's this, you know, there's some people that you just, you know, you get those, those emails like, Hey, this is so-and-so contacting you for this person. They do this and this and this and this and this, and they can help your contractor do this and this and this and this. And a lot of time I'm like, man, I don't want to bring someone on a show for them to just give us a 45 minute sales pitch. Right. You know, Luke. No, because guess what? We don't have to. Well, and that's the thing, you know, prime I mean, example. Yeah. You know, to be relative. Like Lucas could get on here and he could give us a sales pitch and he'd crush it. But he also right. gets on here and he 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 talks about the industry, he gets into it and everything else. You know, a lot of these people that are in these third party um you know, groups, they're just paid to go out and try to find a, a way to promote somebody for them. And so right. they found us because they searched for an HVAC podcast and they sent that email to 30 different people or whatever. Yeah. So it's just, it's different. I I want us to, I want to add value every time we have a show. Yeah. I don't want to have an ad on here for Don dish. soap. no, you know what I'm saying? Like I can't get into that. (laughs) Clean your micro channel coals with. Hey, now Um, Don, I'm not, I'm not opposed to that. That was a bad example. That's a bad example. (laughs) Um, <laughs> I do like me some Don. Now the thing is, if we get to have creative license with it like that, then that's different, right? But you know, I, I don't. I just I don't want to bring someone on here that's just got a canned, pushed agenda to go with. So we got to give a shout out to our boy. Ain't no rest for the wicked. Oh, what's Jason? He, what's that thing up to now? I don't know, but he's that, that episode is. Who was I was letting a guy listen to his creditor story the other day. We were dying. Um oh, it was my dad. <laughs> That's what it was. My dad was here for a week for spring break, and I let him listen to when Jason talks about his boss jumping up on the van. <laughs> Dude, I keep He's forgetting like, about that one too. Boom, sixty year old man, boom, two jumps, <laughs> top of the van. <laughs> Never seen a man move that fast. <laughs> Oh yeah, so he's he's doing good. Um, apparently, our last episode was more informative than I thought. Really? Um, of course, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
I guess get a few tags from guys. No, I know you don't when you're in it. Um, yeah, I mean, I've wrote some notes down. Um, I was going to say, what were some of the things that the guys were, you know, thought were informative. They were glad to learn. I don't know. They just said it was informative. I guess everybody got a little something different from it. Look, you can't just run me into the podcast here. We don't even know what we're drinking yet. That's true. That's true. So what are you drinking? Uh, Oh, and by the way, I'm going to have to, I had to kind of hurry up and edit that last one. Yeah, where was my walkout um, song? What the hell? I know. So I got you. I got you this time. Okay. Where's my intro? I'm ready for that. What do you got queued right. up for me? Oh. <laughs> got nothing. Oh, we're shooting from the hip, D. All right. Without further ado, let's bring out Salesman of the Year, the pen pusher himself, dropping. Pe- no, I'm not doing that. Oh, come on now. Atzenhofer Jr. Let's go, Little Joe. Woo! Little Joe. I remember we used to go to, uh, the, <laughs> used to go to the supply house in Silva, and the guy that ran the, the counter in the store, Bill. Every time I walked in, he's like, oh, there's Little Joe. <laughs> I don't think he ever called me by my name a single time. It was always Little Joe. And I was like, you realize that's not my name, right? Yeah. Little Joe. Yeah, Little it's, Joe. I know. Okay. Just just making sure. It's Thomas. Oof. Just he. <laughs> Thomas was. He, Thomas was my godfather. His birthday. See, his birthday was. April Fool's Day, and then Cajun Joe just celebrated a ripe old 81 yesterday on 420. Yep. Happy 420, Cajun Joe. Oh, Cajun Joe, still slinging in HVAC. And you know what he was doing on his birthday? He was picking up... Probably running his flex. No, he was picking up $8,000 worth of equipment from the guys in Hickory. Jeez. Happy birthday. (laughs) Yeah. Jeez. So he's still get he's still in that same area where he was at that biz that uh mountain properties some kind of yeah he's got um he still had to wrap it up right yeah he's got I mean, like they're coming to they're coming towards the end of like their fiscal calendar year so you know he's still deciding what he wants to do but um same crew Chris same crew same crazy crew. But one day he'll retire. Who knows? Yeah, is he still turning bowls? Oh, yeah. Well, actually, actually, it's been a while since I think he's turned a bowl. He's been making charcuterie boards. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes, I had to. I guess I had to put an accent on there. Like, you can't say that word without a little bit of an accent. Charcuterie. (laughs) Charcuterie. (laughs) <laughs> or charcuterie be careful with that one fellers yep careful <laughs> careful with that um all right so what are we uh yeah what are you what are you drinking i asked first so i had to put my 
podcast pants on to drink this beer tonight. I am drinking some Bud Light seltzers. Sours or regular? No, I can't find the sours anymore. Nowhere to be found. I swear I saw some just the other day. Well, the Bud Light seltzer, uh, like the raspberry ones, their cans kind of look like the sours, but hmm. they catch, but yeah. A little blue raspberry. I'm a fan of some blue raspberry. I like raspberry. the seltzer every once in a while. You know, not so heavy. 5%. It's clear. Can't be, you know, that bad for you. I got to drop some LBs, dude. Jeez, oh, Pete. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot get that going. I'm trying to fasting. I think I've put, put a few back on. This traveling, man, I haven't been to the gym in a month. I just can't. Working out of the hotel, man, that don't, that don't work. I mean, you go down there and run on the treadmill a little bit, but. Yeah, that's tough. I got to get up and go. But, you know, when we podcast, I can't get up at 4 a.m. I just can't. That's true. Because, uh. And then. Shit break doesn't allow us to get on here till he's done. <laughs> well, as long as he got it all out. Uh, yeah, that's it. So what are you drinking on? Well, I am drinking a watermelon dragon fruit burst session sour. Jeez, is Ash on here? No. <laughs> this is, and it's uh, too bad we didn't record yesterday because this would have been even more appropriate. Uh, but it's from Wicked Weed Brewing. Nice. It's a good brewery. Ooh. It's a nice, nice little pop. Speaking of that, I don't have one. I got to go grab one. Well, it's about 10 feet over here. Uh, oh, stretch. Oh. All right, give me a second. All right. Four. The best part's listening to the sound effects while he's wandering around. Yep. And then I just so, keep waiting for like a son of a my toe. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Seltzers, dude, seltzers don't let you down on that one. Nah, they get well the skinny the skinny top. It's just got a good pop to it. So so you got new uh Ryan's got new gear. So I think it was a success on the recording last week. Yeah, good call, D. Um, you opened your cans, and I didn't even have to edit them. Just because before I had to literally just turn the volume down on the the beer opening because it was piercing. And he did mean the can. There's no video, so I did not take my top off. Was not right. showing my cans. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> So I was listening to uh, my other favorite podcast besides ours, my uh, Barstool Sports foreplay. Nice. And one of the one of the guys was like, he said, "Man, I was brushing my teeth the other morning, you know, just in my boxers, brushing my teeth, and my, you know, my right boob was just just jiggling like a C cup. <laughs> like he's like, that ain't gonna work, man." <laughs> He said, I saw it was like, I got to start doing some push-ups. 
these guys are like in their early 30s you know what i mean and uh he's like the body just is not it's not doing well man it's just and i <laughs> i could just picture that i was like you know what i think i might have a little of that going on myself <laughs> dude i was oh, i quit damn. going to the gym for a month and it's just like starting over yeah no joke that sucks man like it just doesn't stay with you yeah, I was dying, dude. That was so. We're gonna swap the <laughs> we're gonna swap the uh, stocks update with golf update because stocks are sucking right now. Uh, I haven't looked in a while. I just oh, it's not. It's a great time <clears throat> to buy something. I guess. Uh, I guess mean. maybe that's true. So when I look at my when I look at my um, Robin Hood. And I just swipe through my stocks that I'm looking at that I'm not even in. <laughs> They're all red. And it's literally from, I'm, I'm watching stuff from one end of the spectrum to the other, right? Like technology to oil to, you know, <laughs> I mean, um, Apple, you know, uh, anything. It's all down. Just, yeah. God, the toilet, man. I don't know if it's the war or. I don't what. even want to talk about the negative like the the big red number on my golden nugget Woo. oh yeah i've even bought some more of that trying to uh, i probably need to buy some more i need to buy a lot more of that and some a lot more blackberry oh i gotta buy a bunch of blackberry Oof. to get that down oh that one's <laughs> that's so that's my worst one g nugs my worst and blackberries behind it and somehow i'm still couple hundred bucks to the good on amc somehow oh you still have some of it yeah i still got 100 shares i should have when, it, when it, it sell that well, and put it on well the other day when it popped up to like 35 out of nowhere i didn't see it because if i had seen it i'd have sold it right then you could buy some g nuggets that's what i was gonna do <laughs> so because um, i think i'm coming up i'm coming up i think close on my my year of purchases on some of AMC. Oh, for capital gains. Yep. Reduced a little bit. So my, my taxes, um, actually turned in a little bit of a loss last year, trying to get out of some stuff and help. It actually helped my taxes a little bit, <laughs> but, um, She's like, are you in any crypto? I'm like, mm, no, no, just, just, just fill that out right there. Don't worry about the other stuff I got going on. Yeah. Just what I give you here. So I did buy some, uh, on a personal info side here, I, I bought, I did buy some dirt, bought some land, <laughs> going to try to build a house on it. This will be my first time doing this. Um, I've helped build houses. I thought uh, no. Did you did you and Tracy buy your first house? I didn't. I didn't know if yeah. you bought it or built it. Yeah, we were the second uh, homeowners for that house. Um, they were built in '97. We bought it in '03. Of course, '08 came around. Yeah, <laughs> we 
Yeah, we like to never got, you know, like to never came back around and got made made a little money. Not really, but not after all I put into it. Um, but yeah, so everybody in the family is pretty pumped about that. I'm trying to buy the lot next to it too, somehow, so we can spread out a little bit. But um, I talked to the uh, HOA president, and he said, you know, you can come up here and camp three or four days you can't like camp out for a month here he said but you should come up here and camp on a weekend i was like man that's a pretty good idea oh yeah because then you can at least get to start knowing people and just like hey we're it's gonna happen <laughs> yeah it's coming Check out our tent <laughs> how sweet is this it's like oh is that um, the new four room model from walmart nice <laughs> well because there won't be any power and water there because we don't have any of that so it'll be primitive but we can take hey, the kayaks up there. And, Welcome to Western you know. North Carolina. <laughs> Outside and outhouses. Let's do this shit. Literally. Yep. So we may do that in May or June. I like May better. But um. So what else you got going on? I feel like I, I finally got to hang out with you a little bit today. Of course we're we're in the branch working, doing a little counter work. Yep, putting the counter grind on, uh, working on getting I people I kind of enjoyed up. it a little bit. Dude, and, you know, that's the thing. Like, I mean, it'll get old, I'm it, sure. But. It, it, it can get old, but, you know, especially in on my side, too. Like, I get, when I'm not in the branch, you know, I'm spending more time with, with owners and, you know, decision makers. But when I'm in right. the store, I get to actually you know, interact with the day-to-day guys a lot of time too. Oh yeah. And you know, when I, mean, I first, yeah. And or see new customers. Yeah. And like when I first started, you know, I, I didn't start in sales. I started, you know, with a broom in my hand because I had to work my way into being able to do anything where I started in Greenville. And, you know, I just like getting to know the everyday guys as much as everybody else. So, you know, I still enjoy going back and just, hanging out in the branch, hanging out with our guys and getting shit done. Yeah. And it's also, you know, there's, sorry, I wasn't trying to cut you off, but you know, lost you. I think you muted. I don't know how, I don't know what I did. Or where'd it cut me off? <laughs> uh, you said I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, cut you! I off. didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no, I was saying it's um, it's nice just to be able to get back in the branch sometimes because I get to spend more time with day to day guys as opposed to you know decision makers or different ones. So it lets me kind of have a well rounded appreciation for everybody that's in a business, but it's also, you know, it's it's important to me to, to really have a good relationship with my fellow employees in the branch, because when I'm out and about, you know, I'm the one out there making promises to customers, but it's those guys that have to follow through and deliver the promises that I put out there. So I mean, right. without them and without them, you know, backing me up, you know, I'm just, I hate saying I'm nothing without my branch. You know, those guys do all the heavy lifting for anything I try to put in place. Yeah, and that we got a good crew going. This is our largest branch that we're at. 
Um, we got a good warehouse driver crew, which those guys like you know they're kind of the front lines. <laughs> they are the and a lot of, and people out, don't see it all the time and, either. They don't think about it. Yeah. Um, I would say I forgot I was gonna throw this in there. So last couple of days I've been doing some training and some riding around with another salesman um, in another area. So we went to, we did a, we did a class for a, a new, I love doing classes for brand new contractors that I haven't met. Um, and as soon as that we got done with the training, you know, I just did kind of a heat pump and kind of what we sell kind of overview and, took some uh just unboxed some stuff showed them and uh after that class they bought a couple systems from us and i'm like sweet you know that's just always fun um and then because i don't get to i I do i still kind of miss selling something right like when i was in the field selling systems i still miss that so when i can ride around with another salesman and I feel like you hadn't drugged me around to any new people in a while to try to get that. Honestly, because, well, you're, you're, you're a lot better at it than some. So, I mean, some of these salesmen are new and I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like it's fun to go out there for a brand new customer and kind of throw everything we got at them and see what happens. Well, and you know how we were supposed to be trying to think, and we had some scheduled. Yeah, we had we? something scheduled a couple different times, and and a few things fell through. And then you know the last, really the last month between, um, conference, your training, plus your personal getting trained too. In the last, I mean, the last four weeks, shit, we've hardly seen each other anyway. Right. Um, yeah, all that's getting ready to have to stop because of the weather, like. Yeah, today, yeah, hopefully dude, my, my phone today was blowing up. Man, I was on it all day, which I, I don't mind. Um, day the, goes uh, by. Yeah, the other guy that helps out, you know, that does uh, covers uh, the Georgia area, he's he's on vacation. So I got a few of those calls, which they're cool because it's different guys. Yep. Um, but, um, yeah, so we went, we did that, we did that training, and then I had uh, mini split and and regular inverter training, four hours, two of each, same group, larger company. You know, I had about fifteen guys in there, and uh, boy, they were drinking out of a fire hose. That's a lot of technology all at once. Um. I don't know, man. I just, I don't know about the four hour training. So I hadn't done that in a while. You yeah. Know, sometimes I've, it's tough, I've, but I've went, I've went down to two hours, but man, I, I look up training at other distributors and I look at, um, manufacturers training and I see four and eight hours a lot. Um, I think it's, I think it's not always necessarily the length of time in the class i think it's how you structure the time you have because right. you know the biggest thing is if we're just gonna sit and stare at the screen for four hours then it's gonna seem like eight eight yeah but <laughs> you know so we got up and turned you know we uh 
we got up and turned turned the systems on because I had some running systems there. We were in the warehouse and uh, we were we were suffocating some of them, um, returning supply and watching how the inverters react and uh, just kind of how they talk to each other and yeah, those guys, man, that you can just see all the light bulbs going off when you start doing that. Um, taking amp draws, doing startups, and seeing how they, you know, just seeing how everything works. I did have my, uh, at this branch, I don't have a 240 volt outlet. So <laughs> I added an outlet off of the exit sign in the back. Gotcha. Which is, which is a 20 amp single pole breaker. So I plug in a step up transformer from Amazon, which is 110 in, 240 out. And I was running a two-ton full system, air handler, outdoor, starts up, no problem. Um, whole I don't even know what's on that. I guess all the exit signs and it's like 200-foot run of Jeez. conduit. Like, I don't <laughs> – so um, we did put it in heat mode, and I suffocated the supply, and – we didn't have any gauges on it at that time. And it, uh, it was, it tripped all kind of shit. It, it tripped all the exit signs, the breaker, <laughs> um, which they thought was cool. You know, <laughs> it doesn't take much. I'm like, see, that's why you got to have good airflow, <laughs> but you'll have a brownout. <laughs> right one of the counter guys comes walking out y'all trip some breakers out i'm like oh boy here we go um you just can't let so Dennis yeah. train here he he causes all kinds of problems my computer restarted and i was trying to do this and i just can't do it yeah i mean <laughs> i'm not dennis the menace for nothing that's true come on that's true so what else have you had uh um, I mean, I know supply chains just kind of. Well, that and actually something uh, I was talking to the contractor yesterday. And one of the things, you know, we talked about a couple different times on here is we talk about the importance of, of financing. Um, you know, you talk right. about and, and the further we go forward, uh, financing is becoming a bigger and bigger part because inflation is pushing everything up faster than anything can catch up the headache that and i think this is you know an unintentional headache but it is starting to become one is i've talked to a few different guys the last really the last few days that finance companies are starting to push back on approval ratings on multi-system really? jobs Hmm. Because I've What's got a guy. I, well, the problem is, you know, two years ago, it was eight or nine grand. You know, maybe oh, twelve yeah. for two systems. Now you're pushing twenty to thirty, depending on what your two systems are, or what the situation is, or your market, whatever. Um. And yeah, I feel like ten to twelve is one system yeah um now with some duck you know with a little yeah, bit of now, duck modification and you know and that same system was six or seven two years ago so you know you, you've seen prices double 
but people's wages haven't doubled and their ability to borrow credit has not doubled. So the prices no. are getting out of, are getting so far past what the bank will allow these people to borrow. They can't get approvals for that stuff either. So I think there's going to have to be, there's going to have to be some rethink on all sides of that. Yeah. I was actually talking to our buddy Zach today about he had, he was walking me through a job he was, he was on and, she had gotten some saying, you know, with them, uh, she had gotten some work done on the plumbing side and had a little bit of credit left over on that with, I don't know if it was green sky or, you know, yeah. uh, synchrony. And then on the, on the HVAC side, she was shy. She couldn't, she didn't get approved for enough. So they were able to kind of merge them together, pull the credit from over there and put it over here. Um, but, you know, she, and we're not talking about, you know, ripping out a, a 10 seer, putting in a 20. We're talking about just going up to a middle of the road stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. But her duck work was horrible. He said, so, I mean, it needed to be done. Like you, you know, you can't just put lipstick on a pig. I mean, put yep. that new system in. And then she's like, you know, it's still not heating over here. Still not cooling over here. You okay? Well, you got to have the ductwork. You got to. Um, it's going to cost this much. I mean, it just is what it is. And yeah, I can see. You know, when I went to when I went to Birmingham, and we talked about this in our. You know, as a distributor, we. I went to Birmingham and saw this technology that's coming down the line. It, it's. I mean, the best analogy is like cars, right? Like my yeah. Ford's got this freaking twelve-inch screen. It does all this heated steering wheel and I mean, cooled seats like this new technology coming is not going to be cheaper. No, no, it's not in any brand. I mean, everybody's got to go up and, and, um, and, you know, and I'll say this again, it's, you know, and trust me, I'm, I'm not always a fan of, uh, it's not the manufacturer's fault. Cause trust me, I think there's plenty of times when I think they get to dictate, you know, more than we always sometimes might want them to, but I mean, tit for tat, it happens back and forth, but you know, this is not a, this is, you know, the stuff that's changing, that's not a money grab by the manufacturers. It's everything's actually being, you know, it's all forced federal mandate to change these internal components. And the only way to get there is to increase technology. They don't have a choice. Right. So, you know, we've had any trust me, we've had enough price increases. I'm so damn tired of talking about them. But well, so speaking of that, I did a little research before we got on the show. I don't know how I stumbled across this, but by 2030, um, HVAC is going to reach a $367 billion industry. Whew. Of course, you yeah. know that number. I'm like, it's it's basically a three point nine percent growth rate from now till twenty thirty. Also, fastest growing industry jobs, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor. Well, and that's so, not going to change anytime soon because we have a we have an aging out generation right now. Well, and I think this new generation is. I think they're going to like the way the technology's moving. And I, and you know what. House, when you say that, I think 
I mean, Corey, Corey would not be like, so my son, Corey is not a, a technical hands-on kind of kid. Right. But you show him a, if I told him, look, here's a, here's an R22 unit. He's not going to know what that is. It's got a piston on there. Doesn't know what that is. Doesn't give a shit. Right. But if I told him that this furnace had a Bluetooth board in it and you could set everything up and control it with your phone. He's like, oh, he's going to be like, cool. oh, okay. Hey, let me see how that works. Let me try it yep. here. Let me hook my phone to it. Right. So right there, you're like, you just start, you just start kind of dragging them in. Yep. Um, whether they know how the refrigeration cycle works or not, like you're pulling them in yep. Yep. and they'll figure it out later. You know, that's exactly pretty um, much what I was about to say. So, I don't know. I think the industry, you know, we've had podcasts on here with, um, you know, HVAC God and some of them guys where they're like, they're, they're, they get it right. Flashy technology. Um, I know you'll hear an old school guy say, man, you can't find good help. These kids out here don't want to work, but you gotta, there's other way you gotta, you gotta attract them in a different way. And I think this industry with this technology it may do it. Yep. I think it gives it yeah. a window of, I almost want to say it, it's kind of a different new window of coolness for a right. trade. It was not cool for a long time. No. <laughs> I mean, it was cool to me. I mean, it's but... cool now because we have this show. But, you know. True. <laughs> I mean, we're helping make HVAC cooler every day. Well, think about how many HVAC <laughs> podcasts are out there. You know, we don't ever talk about this. There's not hundreds. No, that's true. I mean, that's true. There's not. It's not. It's just. I'm curious how many. I think there'll be more. I think the social media HVAC is really coming around on the social media side for sure. You know, what's funny is we sit here and talk about that. Now I'm like, well, how many electricians have podcasts? How many plumbers have podcasts? How many? Yeah. I mean, what are you what, talking what you about call on a plumbing podcast? Come on, man. Well, I mean, you know, actually. There's the elephant in the room, oh, right? No. Dude, you know what would be the greatest, <laughs> the greatest freaking plumbing podcast ever? It'd be like, turn down for shit instead of turn down for what? Because you flush it. Oh, God. <laughs> so still the greatest. Um, there was a plumbing company in Atlanta. I can't remember the name, but. Their their motto, their saying on the side of the van was, "A flush beats a full house." Uh, I think I remember you telling me this before. <laughs> God, number one in the number two business. Yes. God, freaking plumbers! <laughs> I used to help my dad do plumbing work. Man, holy moly! That's a that's another breed. Yeah. You know, when I went, when I went to, when I moved to this area and went to work for that large HVAC company, the guy that was training me to use their, you know, their computer, their software system, he was like, yeah. Our, I said, y'all got a plumbing side? He goes, oh yeah, we got a huge plumbing side. He's like, the thing with my plumbers though, when I hire a plumber, I just have to, I have to get the crayons out. I'm like, damn. <laughs> Because we were on a tablet. He's like, yeah, the plumbers have to just use crayons. I get them some scratch paper out. And <laughs> I was like, dang. 
Dude, plumbing industry is a whole. I mean, plumbing industry could kill it right now. Dude, I feel like the plumbing industry. I know you talk in, to in some ways though is has been like HVAC though. It's kind of just been stale for a long time, um, right? And you're starting to see. I, dang, I never, I didn't post it when we were at that conference, but I took that video next to that massive freaking commercial water heater. The thing's like oh, yeah. a foot taller than us. Of course, well, of course we're short like hybrid. anyway, but <laughs> yeah. But you know, those, those newer ones, you know, we're getting to where they can be more computerized and controlled and stuff. So you're starting to see that um, kind of a li- little bit more slowly bleed into water heating because it's a little, it's going to sound, not trying to put it down, but it's a little bit more simple a process sometimes, I guess. Well, so we're, we're the same way, right? At the end of the day, you turn the unit on and you turn it off. Yep. Like, so when I was in Birmingham, there was a, there was a guy there that, um, he said, man, I just don't know how this is going to work with Ecobee and Nest. And, and I was like, I mean, you don't want to use that. You got to have to use the brand stat that, that if you want to go communicating, he's like, yeah, but man, those Ecobees, I'm like, so then I just went on this kick, right? Not just against Ecobee, but like, look, that's just a 24 volt stat. It's not communicating. It doesn't learn anything about the house and humidity. I said, it's, I don't care how many kilowatts I've used in the last three months. Like, is my house comfortable or not? You got to pay the power bill anyway. Yep. Um, (laughs) You want a lower power bill? You got to turn it up. I mean, at the end of the day, right? Or or get a higher sear piece of equipment. Yep. And I just went on this kick and apparently he was a he he was a trained eco B like trainer and all this stuff. Oh. oh yeah, insert foot. I mean, he didn't really have a whole lot to say back though. I was like, dude, that stat in the nest, I mean, all this info that the homeowner's getting is it's fluff for the homeowner to feel good about it's themselves. Super fluff, That's all it man. Is. Yeah, I mean, but it's a great marketing tool and it sells. I can't. So I had, I had a customer. <sighs> Sorry, Zach. Zach's Ecobee guy. Maybe five years. No, probably more than that. Five six years ago, a customer put in, um, pulled out an old eight sear. Put in a two-stage furnace with a 16-zero AC, and right, yeah, you know, they had a nest on it before. Left it on there. You know, it was in for two weeks. Homeowners are miserable. Can't figure out why. <laughs> well, for once, this is the one time I'll say one of those things kind of helped us out because. It was letting us see runtime, right? So, oh, that's what I mean. There's so, but we're looking at this thing, and it was like running twelve minutes, shuts off. Twelve minutes, shuts off. Twelve minutes. It was short cycling to death because what I didn't know was that he, when he went back with it, you know, he oversized it by almost a ton because he upped it. But the Jeez. homeowners also put a hot tub on an enclosed porch with a sliding door that they left open to the house. 
They basically oh. turned their house into a sauna with an oversized wow. system that could pull no moisture out because it's so oversized that it would run for 10, 12 minutes to hit, maybe, you know, somehow hit set point, but it would never pull any moisture out of the house at all because it wouldn't run. Wow. That reminds me yeah. of um, such a nightmare. I've probably said this on here. Maybe not. When I was at Steve Harvey's one service call of many on his fifth floor was his washer and dryer. Well, that was one laundry area. Um, but you know, this roof was terracotta tile and all that. Like you, there's no way to, I don't, they was, so I'm up there and he's like, you know, the humidity on my fifth floor is terrible. So I'm like, okay, you know, it's probably your 10 sear AC you got on here. But anyway, um, I go up there and I'm like, golly, it's like 80% humidity up here. I look and the dryer vent is running into those box, you know, that box that has water in it and catches lint. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just in the sink and it's just in the middle of the fifth floor. It's like in the, you know, it's just the middle area there and she, you know, the maid or whatever was washing and drying clothes and it's just pumping out hot air yeah and wet air out the the dryer was not vented out and there was no way to vent it out i said man we need to run you a dryer vent out and i get no that ain't happening it was central of the house and there's nowhere to go literally so they just run it into that box with a little bit of water in it and i showed him that and he's like Hmm. Yep, that ain't gonna work. <laughs> I was like, yeah. But uh, that's the first time, only time I've ever seen one of those little boxes. Hmm. It looked like a. Uh, it looks like a condensate pump, but it's just got a four-inch vent runs in the top of it. And you just put water in it to catch the lint, so it doesn't blow around. I like it though. It's interesting. Fantastic design if you don't have to live in anywhere near it. Yeah. Um, so, speaking of that, I got a couple. I do have a couple service calls that are, are ongoing. Yeah. Let's hear it. Gotta love these. One it. of these, One of these I think I've had on the show. Maybe. So I've got a five ton 460 volt heat pump um, in the Fayetteville area. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Three phase. Um, so it was in for about a year and a half. Great, great company. Does a great install, does everything by the book. Um, it was in for a year and a half. All of a sudden he goes out there. It's not keeping up and the pressures are within 25 PSI being equal. So we on the phone, I had him check everything just, well, let me, let me back up. So they changed the 
they checked the reversing valve and used some magnets. They put a magnet on there and seen it slide back and forth. Uh, everything was working on that, so they changed the compressor. They didn't really know what else would cause equalized pressures. Um, all the TXVs were checking out fine. Changed the compressor. That didn't fix it. Changed the reversal valve. That didn't fix it. So I went out there. We took a ton of measurements. Literally can't find nothing wrong with it. Um, just put it over in heat mode, equalize pressures. Put it in cool mode, equalize pressures. So the factory ended up changing the outdoor unit. Changed the outdoor unit. Worked like a champ. For about a year and a half. <laughs> and here we are again don't get it it is just bizarre man um i had him we're thinking there's something going on with the three phase with the compressor but you know they changed the compressor on that first one it didn't fix it either but um i had him take measurements the other day on a sheet that I sent him, it probably took him two hours to take these measurements. And, uh, cause you know, he's obviously been around it again, you know, been around the block on it. He knows, um, amp draws, ohmed out everything, you know, leg one, two and three to ground. I mean, everything checks out except for it is, um, equalized pressure. Hmm. And, it's nothing with the building. I mean, I it's it's got to be something internal on the unit restricting, and you can't see it on the gauges. Like it's internal, you know, something's breaking down in there over time. I don't know what it is. Um, the factory has hadn't hadn't had any other cases of it, at least not enough to throw a red flag, you know. So, of course, four sixty volt. I don't guess they're flying off the shelves. I mean, I don't know. Oh hell. Uh, Maybe dude, commercial right. is backed up just as bad or worse than residential <laughs> because they don't really. Oh yeah, components, man. A six month lead time on a fifteen ton <laughs> pack right now. <clears throat> Damn, chugging to death. <clears throat> What's the lead time? Six months. Uh, that's a long time. Yeah. And then we've got, and see on those you you can't say well we'll just repair it because them repairs on some of those are <laughs> yeah. I quote, I'll tell you what, we'll repair it for forty five hundred. Uh, <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, I, I talked to a guy today, and you know he's got to replace a compressor on a ten ton pack that's about eight years old. Hmm. Because, and it's four sixty. On top of it, it's, I mean, lead times for that's even worse than 208 because it's just smaller part of the market. So speaking Crazy. of a compressor, you know, you, you know, you killed your dad's unit, right? Oh, why? Cause I talked about it. You talked about it on the last, oh, I, know. I talked about it and you're like, Remember I said it was, I was sleeping in I'm that room like, and it was like, that it, it was going to defrost and it sounded like it was going to come through the window and eat me. 
it sounded like a damn backhoe out there. And you're like, man, that thing's cranking. And yeah, and then just get, along. so tell us tell us what happened, right? <laughs> it shit the bed. <laughs> it shit the bed like this week. <laughs> what year was it? I said ninety seven, but it wasn't. It was no, uh, it's it was 06. It was 06. Oh six. Which you know, hell, it's still sixteen years. Yeah. <laughs> God, it was hot as hell in that room. Well, that was the furnace's fault. Yeah, it was. <sighs> I mean, that, uh, it kicked on. I could hear. It was just. Now that's a. Uh, I threw a magazine over the vent. And it just blew it right off. No, dude, he's got. <laughs> well, like, he's got that freaking high end mod furnace in there. That's so right. it's a RGRM, which was. That was the ninety five mods. That was in two thousand thirteen. That was. I sold him that the year before the. Uh, 96Vs came out. Because I'd been sitting on it for like two years. years. Good furnace. It's an awesome furnace. Yep. So, the EGIA, I guess the, uh, have you seen, you know, you know, Lucas was talking about some technical training coming down the line. So, I went digging and it's, so it's VR. Gotcha. So VR's it's being pushed pretty hard. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do. If I can get this with our brand, I get a free, free version of it. Um, but I've got the Oculus headset and there's a pop-up that pops up I and mean, they're trying to get rid of that. But um, when I was in Birmingham, the guy said, just email me, we can fix it. So I'm going to have to dig into that and do some more and, you know, I may put some stuff on Instagram, me messing with it. So, it'll be, I think my free version is a furnace. Uh, Do some furnace training on it. I gotta figure out if you can wear these VR things with glasses on. Probably can't, which means I'm probably out, but. Yeah, you can. It's a, it's a huge area in there. It doesn't lock onto your eyes like you think. Okay. Um, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to, let Corey just do one and I'll record it put nice. it on Instagram let's see let's see how long it takes him to fix up you know a pressure switch yes or a clogged vent just let him go in there straight cold turkey see what happens um we'll clear the living room floor out <laughs> let him matter of fact I was I was doing some uh a little range time the other day in there hitting <coughs> some range balls. <laughs> nice. Um, I was trying to think of what else I had wrote down. Oh, the other service call that I, well, I've got two more. Um, I've gotten this call a little bit more last year, but, um, some of our, some of our furnaces carried the Honeywell valve, uh, gas valve. And, I had this one last week. It was probably three or four years old, but furnace comes on. Of course we had a little cold snap furnace comes on inducer comes on. And you know, we've talked about sequence operation on here and no matter what brand you're working on, you've got to look at, look in the book or, you know, the book's not there, pull it up on your phone, 
when does certain things fire, right? When are voltages applied to certain things? And he said, my inducer's running. And then right when I think it should click, like there's a small click, and then it just starts back over. <laughs> um, but when he got there, the fuse was blown on the board, the three-amp fuse. So... I told him, you know, how long is that inducer running? So we timed it because it says in the book, you know, 30 seconds, 60 seconds, whatever your brand is. And as soon as it hit that time, that's when igniter, gas valve, all goes at once. And it clicked. I, I could hear it click on the phone and it started back over. And I said, unplug that gas valve, just unplug the wires. He unplugged the gas valve. It was went through the cycle again, and then you could hear the igniter going. Then it throws a code, failed ignition. So mm. it's like, okay, we got a code now, right? So the gas valve coil actually is shorted, mm -hmm. um, and it, sh it blew the fuse. Um, and I would say you could ohm them out, but um, I get... I get some weird readings on that gas valve coil. In other words, they're not, they're not all the same. I've tested a bunch of them and it's not like, Oh yeah, that one's bad. You know, you read this or read that. Um, we did have a guy in Hickory warranty out like five gas valves huh? said he kept oming them out and they were, uh, they wouldn't ohm out at all, but he had the switch off. <laughs> oh man. Can't make it up. Can't make it up. He said, man, we got another one. It's bad. So he would just start oming them out instead of actually trying them. He would just oming them out out of the box. And, man, this is bad, too. No. And he and they were like, man, you need to call Dennis, man. Some, something. There's no way. And he called me, and he's like, I'm oming it out. And I'm like, well, I'm oming this one out. I just got off the shelf, and I'm getting this. And he's like, I got nothing. I said, is your switch on? He goes, what switch? Damn. He's like, damn. I was like, yeah, man, that's just like a light switch. Like, you can't ohm across a light switch with the switch off. <laughs> like, you, you turn it on, things are going to change. He's like, man, my bad. <laughs> I mean, the guy's super bright, but it was just one of those brain farts, like, I was like, like y'all guys still in. got all them gas valves? Y'all throw them back in the box and put them back on the shelf. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I got, that was a, that poor guy had worked on that one for a good little while. But um, the other one is the future of HVAC. And this is, uh, this is going to be kind of what we're going to be up against moving forward right we're all excited about this technology but troubleshooting's got to change a little bit yeah so i have a um heat pump system high sear it's got electronic expansion valves on the indoor and outdoor when you put it in cool mode you can go on the stat and see what what percentage the eev is opening or closing on the indoor unit and if it's metering so when you put it in cool mode as the outdoor ramps up it's an inverter so as it ramps up 
the EEV opens up as well. And when the outdoor gets to 100%, the EEV is 100% open. And it shouldn't be. Like, it should be metering. You know, should be 30% yeah. open, 40 whatever it should be. Can't figure it out. Like, it's got to be software, which I've said on here a million times. You can't troubleshoot software with a meter. That's the only downside to any of that. Yep. Um, so I call the factory and say, Hey, what's, you know, what, what drives this valve open or closed? And he said, well, it takes a line temp, takes pressures and software. It's like, therein be the problem. Well, so, you know, it's got the newest, latest, greatest software on it. Um, put it in heat mode. Everything works great. Put it in cool mode. So his, his superheat's really high. It's just flooding out the coil, right? It just starts freezing up because it's just dumping all the refrigerant in there. So I worked on it last night from like 6 to 8 <laughs> in my living room with this guy. He was doing everything I asked him to do, but we just – we couldn't uh, – I even unplugged it and plugged it back in. Jeez. Pulled the old cable guy. <laughs> that was last resort. Um, guy. did not, yeah, <laughs> did not help it. <laughs> what a weird movie that was. Oh, shit. God. So that's all the text. That's all the technical stuff I got. Two of those are still, uh, pending. We'll, uh, circle back with that. Well, and then I sent you, uh, the guy that had the snake got fried behind the control board on that 15 zero two ton heat pump. That was nuts. Oh yeah, a little black snake. I don't know. Was it a black snake? It, it, no, it no, wasn't. It was something else. That little That's thing right. was like two feet long. Yeah, I don't know how the hell they get in there, uh, dude. I don't know. <laughs> and what's funny is, uh, I was talking. I actually never came across that in the field where I opened up and there was a snake in there. I never came across a snake in the unit. I found snakes underwater here, but never in Mayfair. Oh, unit. I found them in attics. I found them everywhere else. They said the only thing I've ever seen on the chest. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I didn't have to play dead. <laughs> I told my dad, I was letting my dad listen to that podcast. And Jason said, got in a cross face, man. Snake fell on me. Just had to lay, just had to lay there. Just play dead. I said, no, dude, you can't play dead with a snake. Like it's not how that works. He's like, yeah, I just lay there. My dad said, hell no, you can't lay there. My dad said I would have tore that cross space apart trying to get out of there. <laughs> oh man. Old Jason. Just lay there, play dead. <laughs> Won't even know it's a person. It'll just crawl away. Yeah, so it crawls away into the darkness and then you have to try to work. Yeah, and wonder where the hell it went. Eek. Like I don't mind snakes. Like I, I could reach down and grab a snake. It's that sneaky factor. Like, like it's not, it doesn't have legs. Like, I don't know which way it's getting ready to jump. <laughs> it's just kind of, it's just, you know, you can't, I don't know. Not a snake fan. Nope. I mean, I don't go around. If I, like, I saw one, me and my dad were up 
up at the land I bought, and uh, there was a black snake up there just chilling in the woods. Corey saw it, and we walked over there to it, and it just kind of wandered off. It was probably a good four foot. You know, we didn't run in there and kill it. There's no point in that. But, um, yeah, if I'm in a crawl space, it's it's him or me. <laughs> it's go, It's going down. Something, something may go down. Um, yeah, we're going to have to get, we're going to have to get Jason back on here. Oh, absolutely. We've had enough time. He, he's probably come across something. Um, no, I feel bad. We had, <sighs> Oh, Hey, Oh, shit break. No, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way. Um, no, I hate it. We had we were supposed to have a guest on the show. Um, oh yeah, again, same guy that unfortunately was supposed to be on last the week before, and it is we just can't seem to to get it worked out. <laughs> but and I hope he does not feel like we do not want him on the show. I, I, I was talking to him back and forth on Instagram. I was like, dude, it's like we've got to have you on here. It's like your His social your media is hilarious. Too freaking funny. To not have you on here. <laughs> what in the hell? Shit, Blake. Oh, hey. Oh, he is getting at it. Is there somebody out there? Well, if he if he kind of nods back up or if he hears like dogs or something barking outside, which actually I think I just heard. I think I just heard. No, it's sirens. I can hear him oh, now. Yeah. He hears them. Dogs before. hate. Yeah, he hears them before we do. There's, <laughs> oh, dang, there's, there's a couple of them. You can hear them pretty good now. I can hear it a little bit. Yep. So, I've got two voicemails. It's been a while, but we have got to. He is crushing it. I know. I'll mute it while he's yapping. So it's been a while. We we gotta I don't know if anybody remembers Jobin. My buddy Jobin that calls me and leaves voicemails. So um a little update on Jobin. Uh he you know, he burnt the guy's house down, uh went to went to Myrtle Beach to run from the cops. <laughs> um uh they found him. Uh he did get <laughs> He had the moped, or yeah, he bought a moped, had his friend's like daughter's bicycle helmet, riding around in that. Um, but he called me the other day, and he's got a job, so that's good. And it's, uh, let's see, let's see what he's got here. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, this is bad. Hey, Dennis, it's Jarvin again. <laughs> Hey, I keep calling you, but you won't ever return my phone calls. I hope I didn't offend you, but I need your help. I did find me a job. A guy at Goodwill has his own handyman business, and I'm working for him because I told him I could do HVAC. Oh, God. And, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm out here on this job, and the condenser fan motor isn't working no butter and this guy doesn't want to spend any more money than we need to being in the if we don't have a line of credit 
So what I did was I went to the guy that lived in the house. I went to his son's bedroom because he told me he didn't really need it. And I took his ceiling fan <laughs> off the ceiling and I cut the fan blade so that it would fit. It got me a transformer and I wired it up. But I need some help because it's just not working. <laughs> And uh, see if you had any advice on maybe what I can do to kind of lift this thing along. Let it along. But uh, anyway, I hope you call me back. I miss talking to you. Hope you and Ryden are doing good. I love your show. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> oh, so there's Jobin. Um, yeah, no, you can't put a ceiling fan motor on the condenser. I have seen people put a box fan on top of it. Yeah, it will actually work. It's a little high on the head pressure, but uh, it's a little high on the head pressure. Really it doesn't quite remove enough air, but it will limp it along. It'll get you through in a pinch. <laughs> Trying to limp it along. Goodwill, huh? Guy just gets into all kind of shit. That's freaking funny. Um, so I don't know who this came from, but I did get this voicemail. This is things that happen as being a tech guy. Um, brace yourself for this one. Oh, boy. Uh, I did not call him back either. Just throwing that out there. Oh, boy. Um, so here we go. Hey, dude, this is Jeremy. Hey, uh, hey Jeremy, give me a call back when you get a chance. I was in a crawl space this morning, and uh, it's a tight crawl space. It's one old houses from the 20s i actually was digging trenches and i got down in there and i mean you know i'm a big boy as it is 370 and a 18-inch crawl space is like a slug trying to go through a piston it's, it's not easy but uh give me kind of get a chance what happened was i was down there and when i turned around i don't know the dust got in my nose but I sneezed, and when I did, I sneezed so hard that I kicked my leg, and I kicked the gas valve, and I ended up blowing the door off, because I don't know if they were sparring, I don't, I don't know, but I blew the door off. My question is, can, is 11, going on 12-year-old furnace is in good condition, can you take the door off of one of your new models and sell it to me? Just give me, give me a call and get a chance, because I blew the door off it, it cannot go back on there. <laughs> Uh, and the homeowner was wanting to know what happened. I just told her we had like a small problem, but everything's going to be fine. Just give me a call and get a chance. And I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll catch you later. I'm on my way to the emergency room. I got like third degree burns on my back, but just call me back, man. Bye. Oh my God. Life of a tech support guy. Uh. <laughs> I may have to call old Jeremy, Jeremy back, dude. If, I would, I don't even. Three seventy and eighteen inch crossface ain't working. Like a slug in a piston. <laughs> Good old HVAC terminology. Now we need a T-shirt with like a little slug stuck under like a truss or something. <laughs> <laughs> Man, there's so many HVAC T-shirts. Um, so yeah, speaking of shameless self-promotion. Oh, uh, here he goes. 
Did you guys like that uh that black and charcoal HVAC R and D hat that I threw up on Easter? You guys can have one. Yeah, Y'all can have one of those too. <laughs> Just follow the links in our link tree. I really want to work on a leather patch, I think, or a patch of some kind. I know, dang it. But then that's more hats. It's a lot more hats. Man, I have like 50 hats, man. Holy cow. I'm just a hat guy. Mainly because I'm bald, I guess. But <laughs> Save the chrome do like- dome. Save the dome. <laughs> I do. Well, no, the problem is now I got the mesh back. So yeah, this little, what a yeah, horrible tan line that little is. Little dots everywhere. No, it's <laughs> so I have a, a white band. A window. I wa- right. I have the white <laughs> band above my ears all the way around. And then I have this brown circle in the back <laughs> where it tans through the back. Oh, I never uh, thought about that. It's horrible. Tracy's like, God, you have got to You've g- just stick just lay your head in a tanning bed. <laughs> <laughs> fix that. You had spray tanned it for me, Tracy. Just, just spray it in there. I thought about putting her. Uh, <laughs> she's got that lotion that's got the glimmer in it or whatever. Oh, God. Uh, just rub that on there. Just now oh, it's shiny enough already. I don't need to put that on there. Just rub some dirt on but, it. Yeah. It's well, I it's some that, past few weekends. I've been trying to blend it oh, in a little. Geez. That shit won't come out of anything. No. That's permanent. Um, update on uh, Corey's Mazda truck part project. Uh-huh. Um, the last two wheel adapters have shipped. Speaking of supply chain issues. Jeez. So it said they weren't going to ship out till June. So I just canceled the order yesterday. So I canceled it. Today, I got an email that said they shipped. I'm like, oh, so you're gonna ship them now, huh? Well, I guess so I, I guess their cancellations or- are running on the same delay. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I think I, I don't know if I. So maybe they'll refund my money and they'll show up. That'll be sweet. Um. So anyway. We'll see. I can't wait to put all this stuff on. I'm excited. Lowering kit, wheels, all kind of stuff. Have to get the old jack stands out. And Ryden's left us. I have not gone anywhere. Oh, there you are. Ah, it sounds like you were muted again. No, I was literally listening to the truck store. Oh, sorry. What are you sorry for? I like hearing it. I'll put some. Truck. Yeah, I'll put some Instagram posts on there. Yeah, it's gonna be a that lowering kit's a full on little project. Um, every time I think about Corey with lowering kit, I just want to know if he's gonna have the Cheech and Chong horn. <laughs> I might have to. That's a good. That's a good idea. <laughs> so his prom is Saturday. We went and picked up the tux today. God, no! My little sister-in-law just went to prom. It's crazy. Well, actually, we up on us. 
tried on the tux, and the pants were about two inches too short. Corey come out and looked at me with him? that face like, not like this. Okay. He wanted them to just kind of, you know, barely touch the shoes, but he came out. There was only, you know, 400 kids in there doing the same thing we were in Men's Warehouse, and it was a disaster. Where's in there. the flood? But he come out, and he's like, hmm. I was like, yeah, bud, that ain't going to. He probably grew two inches <laughs> since we've been down there. Cripes, that kid is growing. Um, so speaking of price uh, uh, inflation and everything, we got done there. We ran over to McDonald's. And Corey got a number three, which is a double cheeseburger, fries, and a Coke. It was nine forty-eight for that meal. Have you looked at that lately? Yeah. Dude, there's there's nothing at McDonald's worth nine dollars. No. But everybody in there is making, you know, fifteen, I guess. And that's uh and everyone's like, oh, no, nothing will change. No, it has to change. I mean, yeah, I looked at the screen and I went, man, is that right? So I, Corey's like, yeah, but when we get older, we're going to be like, man, $25 for a hamburger? Man, I remember back in the day when they were nine forty. I said, yeah, you're right, bud. That's what's going to yeah. happen. And then my parents were like, man, I remember that. It's like Suave Shampoo, 100 gallons for a dollar. Suave, <laughs> Suave. Is that still around? Yeah, that was for Lucas for if he ever listens to the episode so he can have another Jeff Foxworthy reference. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I got to get back on some, some, some comedy on the... There's some good comedy on like Spotify and stuff. Oh, dude. I'm- we watch just little short where they just do bits, you know, the, Oh yeah. It just goes from one comedian and then, you know, you put it on like, you know, whatever Jeff Foxworthy and it'll just cycle through whatever. Yeah. And that, um, so what is your dad got a plan? You know, we talk about this on the, on the show. So you got a plan, uh, getting out an exit plan on the uh, LMA track? I really don't know, 100%. He probably just doesn't want to, but. Yeah, I know. I mean, he does, but. So, uh, I don't, I know he probably, he probably does listen to the show, but so this, he'll love this. Uh, headed to the beer store. Mm-hmm. So that guy, we had a class. He had we had a class on. Uh, it was a it was a uh, mini split class, and I started getting into the future of HVAC in the next year or two. Of course, my famous quote is, "If you want to, if you you know you're feeling like retiring, now's your chance. It's a good time." That dude is retiring this week. Jace, shutting it down. <laughs> He's like, you know what? I'm out. Um, all this new refrigerant coming and all these different kinds of stuff you got to do. And so, uh, yeah, I just found out he's no, he's kind of, he, he's not the same guy that you went up to the trout pond with. Is it? No. Okay. 
he's another one though that's um yeah he's getting ready to try to shut it down he tried to hand it he's wanting to hand it to his son but son doesn't have to drive i mean he's literally going to give it to him and his son does his installs for him but that's all he likes to do he don't want to do the rest of it he don't want to answer the phone on a saturday and a sunday and he wants to just install and go home, which is fine, but yeah, pay someone else to do it. You can't do that <clears throat> as the owner. Yeah. So of course, head of the beer store, he's he's just got one guy helping him and he's kinda he's found another company in his area that he wants to just kinda give them all his contacts and so he's he's obviously not selling it for a crap low, but um, I think they're working out a deal, you know, he, he was, he's just a small guy, but I've got a guy that's um, trying to do the same thing right now. He's got a Yeah. I mean, it does a change out a week but, maybe. Yeah. He never wanted to grow it anyway. You know, he's just, just enough to take care of what he, what he wanted. Yep. Um, and he said he'd still catch a little service call here and there, which that's kind of the beauty of this industry. Um, some play money. Yep. You know, not many other industries like that. That's the dang truth. All right. Well, so we got to get, uh, we might have a guest. Or, well, we got episode 50 coming up. I know. And we've still got a, it's kind of a, it's a big, it's kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> kind of a big deal. We're going to have to, we're gonna have to prep for that, but man, we you only have a week to prep. That's true. It comes well, in when, hot. When um, we may have to. It's May. You have to go travel again, right? Or is it later this month? May. May. Okay. Yep. Rochester. 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 And I'm not even gonna be able to see the. Niagara I was gonna Falls say, do you ever figure out where you're flying into? Do you, yeah, Rochester okay. Airport. So I was wondering, I was like, are, and, and now is it direct flight or do you have to like go somewhere random first? No, nah, it's I got I booked it today. It's direct flight up, direct flight back. But the training on the last day, the day I fly back, the training ends at one. Ooh. Yeah, who 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 thought that was a good idea? So the guys in Rochester, you know, there ain't a. They go back to their own house. Or they're like, ooh, one o'clock, I'm done. I'm going home. Peace, mother. Yeah, my, the next flight was, was 5.30 or something. And I get back to Charlotte and 7-something. My God. On a Thursday. But it's a full-on mini-split train, and I'm, I'm excited about it. I mean, I didn't think I'd ever get as excited about training myself as I am now. Well, I think, I think you just like the rest of us. I mean, you get so used to the same thing over and over in the monotony of the same, in a lot of ways, the same problem over and over and over. You kind of want to just see a different problem sometimes. Right. Um, or you yeah. want to just, you know, you want to have that little bit of a challenge of thought of, to figure something different out. Well, I love the calls that I get. They're like, man, I'm the only one that gets this stuff. And I'm like, nope. no, bud, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Does this only happen to me? I'm like, no. 
I get all the weird stuff. Oh, trust me. I hear uh, it too. And I want to be like, yes, you're correct. Just you. You are right. You are right. <laughs> <laughs> the world is your oyster and no one else's. Oh, boy. All right. Well, you got any uh, closing sales remarks? Well, I don't have any good voicemails. Uh, so that's sad. I know, right? You can't talk. <laughs> Jeremy. 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 That's what I said when I was little. <laughs> Jeremy. I hope he's all right. Third degree burns. Yeah, it's kind of rough. I'm curious how he got out of there. I just picture that guy like massive back hair and it just oh. caught fire. And all I can hear is the singe in back on with his. <laughs> Dude, that smell. Oh, so bad. What? I mean, what Dirt is going hair. on there? Oh. God, that smell. Oh, <laughs> uh, I've yeah. I'll have to drop that in. <laughs> Oh, man. Now my nose hurts just thinking about that. <sighs> it's... Whoa. Oh. Hey. Hey. It's not like he tried to make some words there. Dude, he makes some noises. <laughs> I'll give him that. All right. Well, you got to go tend to him. No, no. He's fine. He just don't know what to do with himself. He's bored. <laughs> yep. Let's say at least... I mean, he tries to talk. Kills me. He does. That's... Well, you know... We got to get him on the show. He's trying. <laughs> Riker's just snoring away. <sighs> Lord. <laughs> All right. Oh man. Oh no. That's weird. A little sad little voice. <laughs> Cody, come here. Come here. Uncle Dennis wants to talk to you. Get over here. He ain't listening. He's just staring at me like, why don't you come pick me up? I'm lazy. Yeah, what happened to Riker snoring? I used to hear him snoring in the background. We bought better. Well, that was your other we bought mic. Better equipment, Dennis. We, <laughs> we upgraded yeah. me so that Riker. Zach was like, I can piece. hear his refrigerator running. Dude, did you hear that Goodman kick on a little bit ago? Oh yeah, mine. I heard mine kick on outside. <sighs> That's the tech guys All right. bitching about Goodman. You hear Goodman's cranking out there. <laughs> God. I mean, that's just how they start. Yeah. Like apartment life. And they all, <laughs> they got a nice little shutdown too. It's uh, I swear it runs backwards for a second there. And it stops rattling. <laughs> yep. That's it. It sits back down in place. <laughs> yeah. It's our intro song. I mean, we, we had to have a unit loud enough to make an audio sound. Oh, hell. Well, shit. Uh, the morning comes early, brother. I guess I will. I know. Well, yeah, I guess I'll see you. Uh, Jesus, Cody. What is your deal? He's making all kinds of noises. Yeah. yeah, I'll see you on the counter. We're going to write some tickets in the morning. That's right. I'll see you there about 10. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Appreciate y'all listening. And uh, hopefully next uh episode number 50 we'll have something special on there i'm excited we gotta figure this out all right right. see y'all next time see everybody